see everyone here this morning. Good to see. It's evened out a little bit more. We got some, we got some people on this side. We got some people on that side. It's, uh, it's good. Good to have everybody here. Good to be in church. Good to be in the presence of the Lord, Amen. most of all. Good to be in His presence. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning, as we always do, and let's worship Him. Father, thank you for this morning. Father, we just thank you, God, for the just once again, God, to be in your house. Father, we pray a blessing this morning upon our pastor and upon the word as it comes forth. Lord, I pray, God, that your anointing would be here. Father, we just worship you this morning in spirit and in truth. Father, I pray, God, that you convict us. Lord, we give you permission this morning, God, to, to come in and deal with us and minister to us, Father. Thank you for letting us be here once again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you this morning. Well, praise the Lord one more time. Good to be back. In Jesus name. Prayer is the key. Let's continue to pray. We've got still others out today that they need healing touch from God. So let's keep praying for them and lifting them up. Let's magnify Jesus. Let's glorify Him this morning. When we praise and thank the Lord, great things happen. Amen. Now, if we ever fail to do that or we get our attention off on the problems and all that, we're already fouled up. Thanks and worship and praise has got to come first. So let's do that this morning. Pour yourself in this morning. Let's give God the glory. Thank God for the power of Jesus, the power in His name, the power in this Word. Amen promises we have blessings we've received yes. don't even know most of them no. right. glory right. we're living in a time of unrest and uncertainty yeah. but we're also living in a time of celebration yes. we're not going to stay in this world amen we headed for another world. Hallelujah. Here we have no continuing city, but we're seeking one to come. Amen. And it's going to come. Amen. Because this word promises it. Yes. Amen. Yes. God bless you. You can be seated this morning. Again, good to be back. I know y'all have been very patient and all kinds of things going on in my realm of, of living, and it's just chaotic. And, but I appreciate your continuance and your support. Uh, the church has got to be the church. Uh, you know, we got to realize I'm subject to vaporizing any moment. Amen. Get that? Come on. Yeah. What are you going to do then, huh? So you got to keep going. You got to be prepared. You got to be willing to continue no matter what. No matter what. The church is, is really in a fierce battle right now. The, the overall church. It's uh, facing things it's never faced. I say never faced. I shouldn't say that because it's faced some terrible things in the past. Maybe some unseen things. <laughs> and uh, things are changing rapidly. And, uh, you know, the church is made up of people. So we got to remain steadfast, solid in our beliefs, not backing up, not giving in, not giving up, not setting down. Amen. Not over till it's over and it ain't over yet. Amen. But I know who's going to tell us when it's Ooh, over. Yeah. It's not any man on earth. It's God Almighty. Woo! Glory to God in the twinkling of an eye. Praise the Lord. Amen. we got work to continue to do. The church has got work to continue to do on this earth. The church is the staying force on planet earth. You'll never convince me otherwise. But the church has got to stay strong. It's got to stay powered up in the name of Jesus. Amen. It's got to stay solid in the word of God. Amen. Amen. So 
those opening words this morning. God bless you, brothers. Come on, we're going to receive tithe and offering. Just good to be standing here in the pulpit again. I'm thankful, to Brother Tanner, for carrying on and ministering in my absence, and all the rest of you, of course, too. As different people are in and out and, and uh, affected, but we're here today to pick up the slack. I've mentioned this, I know, recently, is taking up the slack for others that aren't here. They'd love to be here praising the Lord, too. They'd love to be here listening to the Word and being a part of the service, but they can't be. So let's let's pick up for them and let them know that uh, some of them are watching this morning and, and enjoying the service this way. But uh, anyway, God bless. And brothers, we're going to turn you loose to go receive. Y'all pray a uh, prayer and go right ahead. All right, Father, we come before you humbly today, Father. We just thank you for this opportunity to come and worship together as one body, serving you, Father. I just pray that you have blessed this offering go where it needs to go, Father. I just pray that you're with us. The ones that are not here, Father, that need healing, salvation, deliverance, Father, whatever they need, Father, we come together collectively as one group. Yes. Just yes. shout out to you, Father, that you hear our prayers and you're already working on them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Dear O Lord, how many of you saved this morning? That saving grace has touched you. That amazing grace has affected your life. Celebrate Amen. Jesus. Come on. Lord God, we're here this morning, God. Once again, God, as I've already said, glorify and magnify your name and exalt you. We come here, God, to praise, to honor you, Lord, to say thank you, God, for the wonderful God that you are. Jesus, the wonderful Savior that you are. The Holy Spirit, what a great comforter you are. What a great guide. And we're just thankful today, God, that we can join together in this place and others can join with us in the electronic media this morning, Lord. And we just ask you that, God, Father, that, that we just submit ourselves to you and yield and surrender, God. That's what you want. You want us to give to you, Lord, ourselves. And I pray, God, that we do that more so every time we meet, God, every, every morning we wake up. Every night we go to sleep, Lord, all in between, God, that we just give ourselves more to you. God, when we do so, I know, God, that you'll do more with us. <laughs> oh, yeah, you'll do more with us, Lord. And we're just thankful today, God. And Father, we have that great privilege to be a child of the Most High yes. God. Be saved by the blood of the Lamb yes. of glory, your precious Son, Father God, the Lord Jesus. And we just want you to know, God, we appreciate you so much. And I just pray this morning, Lord, if there's one, Lord, that's in this audience today or in the audience out there in, in the world, Lord, I just pray, God, Father, Lord, that the words be spoken today, God, Father, touch somebody's heart. Touch their soul, Lord. Reach down to the depths of their being, Lord. We pray with the conviction of the Holy Spirit, Lord God. Meet their needs, we pray, God. Father God, those church members, Lord, that we have normally here, Lord God, that are ill and suffering sickness, we pray for them, Lord. Ask you, God, to strengthen their bodies and heal them up and bring them back amongst us. Lord, pray for our country. Pray for our nation, God. It needs you desperately. It's tough times, Lord, and you know that, God. You see all that's going on. And God, Father, we just rely. This church places our confidence in you, Lord. Our faith is in you, Lord Jesus. Our hope is in you, God, and we look to you, Lord God. The anchor of our soul, the hope of our salvation, and the eternity of which we will spend, God, with you in heaven. Thank you, God, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise your holy name. I did a dance when I come out of the house this morning. <laughs> Any of you watching? 
It rained last night, right? Because I'm hurried to get here. Praise God, I get to go to church. I opened the gate and stepped out. Well, what happens to dirt when it gets wet? I done me a little dance every time to keep my balance and stay on my feet. I got a little mud on me this morning. Don't pay any attention to that. But anyway, got me a real good start off. Praise the Lord. We can dance in the spirit, right? Amen. Amen. God gives us plenty of reasons. Stand with the word. It's great to proclaim this again. I've found this through the many times we've done it, not just to be a, a something that's memorized that you just repeat it just because somebody asked you to repeat it, but I've seen so much power when we do this. Amen. And we continue to do this as a church because this is it right here. Hallelujah. This is what we're about right here. Let's do it. This is the word of God. This is the word of God. I will walk in it. I will walk in it. I'll abide by it. I'll abide by it. I'll adhere to it. I'll adhere to it. And I'll stand upon it. I'll stand upon it. For it is my strength. For it is my strength. It is my power. It is my power. And it is my life. And it is my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise God. You may be seated. Lord bless you, kiddos can go to children's church and learn about Jesus. That's what you're going back there for. So God bless. How many times have you heard the word blessed? Today or last week? <laughs> Today would be a good start. All the time. All the time. Three or four of them. Yeah. We... We hear it a lot, don't we? Yes, yes. Blessed. I, I, I greet people sometimes. Uh, I know Jennifer says, I'm blessed and highly favored. Amen. Yes. Others say, I'm blessed. God bless. You know, we hear that word a lot. Biblically, it's uh, spoken many, many times. You can be turning your Bibles to the book of Matthew this morning. Hallelujah. Many of you know how the Old Testament ended without looking. It ended with a curse. With a curse. Many of you know how the New Testament began. We should all know with a blessing, right? Who's the blessing? Jesus, right? Amen. Jesus, of course, we know the Christmas. We're right here at Christmas time. We know the Christmas story. My kind of reluctant story just don't quite fit. The great account of Christ's birth. Amen. Amen. Yes. God's gift to the world, to mankind for salvation. But Jesus, not giving a history lesson this morning, but he began his earthly ministry somewhere around the expert scholars say 30 to 33 years old. Grew up, lived with his parents. Uh, they began to see that he was somewhat of a gifted child. Of course, he had been promised, the angel had promised, or spoken to Mary, uh, that she would conceive of the Holy Spirit and would bear the Son of God and give birth to him. She knew. Uh, but as he grew up and he began to, to uh, exhibit this godly nature and, and this strange, many saw as a strange phenomena about him, they began to take notice and then he began to minister in the, of course, New Testament period. And beginning in the fifth chapter of the book of Matthew, we find Jesus' very first sermon. Now, he had walked a little bit and begun his journey as 
uh, the Son of God on earth, the Savior that came again to mankind to save the soul of man, all that would choose to believe and trust in Him as the the sin-killing blood. Re oh my, look, mm, glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you for the cross, right? Yes. The redeeming blood. Amen. He later hung on that cross, and we know all about that. We've been taught and preached that many, many times. But here in the book of Matthew, the beginning book of the New Testament, we find the account where Jesus went up on a mount. Chapter 5, verse 1. And when he had sat down, it says his disciples came to him. Anybody remember how Moses met God? God come down on the mount. Right? Jesus went up on the mount. Elevated place. I'm going to preach the entire, this is known as the Beatitudes, first sermon of Jesus. I'm not going to preach all of them. One. Just one. I asked you a while ago how many times you'd heard the word blessed. Over and over and over again. Many, many, many times. You've been in church very long. You've heard it thousands of times. You've heard it in conversations. You've spoken it yourself. It does us well to let God know that we know we're blessed. Thank you, God, for blessing us. But Jesus began this ministry, and the first two words he ever spoke, at least in a sermon, are blessed are. Blessed are. And like many other things in the Word of God, uh, I've said this many times, we need to slow down, we need to take a real hard look, and we need to understand what's being said. This is Jesus speaking right here. He said, blessed are blessed. I want a key this morning, led the key, and this has been on, on my heart. It's coming to me in the middle of the night and everything else, and it's a very simple scripture. But it bears so much power, so much ability given, so much uh, information in a, in a very short scripture. It has so much contained here that if the Christian grab a hold of it, what Jesus is doing here. If we notice when he begins his first sermon, he's not talking about what we're supposed to believe. He's talking about what we're supposed to do. First sermon. People, this is what you're supposed to do. This is how you're supposed to live. This is the character you're supposed to develop. And you can only develop the kind of character that Jesus is getting ready to express here in the Beatitudes. You can only do that because Jesus gives you the ability. Amen. Because blessings can only come and derive from God Almighty, at least God blessings. In my opinion, there are no other real kind of blessings. God blessings. Yes. Blessed are. This is the one. Verse 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Man. Doesn't say might be. Shall be. Definite. 
promise secured. Who's doing the talking here? Jesus is. Did Jesus ever say anything that wasn't right or wasn't true? Absolutely not. But we got to back up. Don't just look at the last part and think, oh, that's me. I'm filled. We've got to start at the first part. Blessed here is talking about highly favored. Rewarded. Given, I would say, exponentially. Afforded and provided for beyond. Are you with me? Amen. You understand what I'm talking about? Blessed. Blessed. It's not just a, 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 a happy occasion of throwing a word out and it sounds real good and just because the word went out, oh boy, all of a sudden now everybody's blessed because somebody said blessed. That's not what Jesus is talking about. Blessed here, or blessed are, as he says, we're going to see what's going to take place and what he's saying immediately after that. How do we, get, how do we come to the place that we fit this that Jesus is talking about? How are we blessed? How are we highly favored? How, how are we greatly provided for by God? What does it require? What is it? And again, Jesus is preaching and teaching here what it is supposed to be done. The manner of life that's supposed to be lived. The, that which gets you to the place where the desire is for you to go. Anybody got desire this morning? Amen. No, I know that we're headed to heaven. Answer yourself this morning. Do you have desire to progress forward in this life? Do you have desire to be the blessed that Jesus is talking about here because it's entirely possible? He didn't say this just to make someone think, well, one day you can be blessed. He's talking about now. Yeah. Now. Blessed are. Blessed are. I've had a lot of people ask me through the years, I see so many people blessed. Why can't I get blessed? Well, first of all, you got to look at the idealism and the question. What are you talking about? Sure. What's your idea of blessed? Is it materials? Is it things? Is it no? That's where the church is so mixed up today. Too much preaching on things. Uh-huh. Prosperity is the message of the. Oh, you got to prosper. Give me God. Paul Amen. said, "Give me Jesus. Yeah. Take this whole world. Give me Jesus. Yeah. That's what we need. What the church needs. Church needs Jesus, folks." Blessed are they, anyone. They means anyone. Anybody, somebody, you, me, y'all. Blessed are they which do hunger. Uh Hold on. Now we can put it together, can't we? Blessings are not universal. Sorry for those that teach that. It's not just a dosing shower of blessings and everybody get listen, this, this this is intense. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. What's righteousness? 
Where does it come from? Righteousness comes from God. But God doesn't just dish it out freely and say, there you go. This key, or the key terms in this particular verse, they bring to the surface what Jesus is, is I believe, emphatically demonstrating or attempting to demonstrate and, and convey to these that are gathered around him as he's up on this hill, this mountain, and he's sitting there and he's got this audience. And he begins to tell them, if you want to know how to be godly, then you need to know how to live godly. If you want a relationship with God, then you need to learn how to have a relationship with God. And it ain't about worldly things. It's not about being rich. It's not about a lot of the things that the church of today has made. Favor of God. I'll say this, blessed is God finds you in a place that he can use you because you get it right. Character development. Do you hear that term? Sometimes it's with a rod or a switch, you know, you're trying to character develop the little one that's not quite done so good, right? We need to take God's admonishment too. Jesus is is opening the door here. And and when he says this and he he he's he's looking out here and and, and I can almost see this, he's the, these their attentiveness and and he's trying to to insert into this message and to bring them to an understanding and a realization. If you really want to be godly, there's some things you got to do. If you really want to be blessed, then you got to be hungry. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Is coming to church and sitting down and going home, is that necessarily hungry or is that just filling in the rut? Is that just a, a habit that we get into? Other things that we do. They can get so routine and so normal that we just do them and we don't even know why we're doing or what we're doing. But you see, hunger here and thirst is right in the middle of this statement that Jesus made. If you want to be blessed, blessed are they who do hunger and thirst after righteousness. So what are we after? After righteousness. How are we going to get there? Hunger and thirst. What's hunger? What's natural hunger? Your body ever get hungry? Ever get thirsty? But there's a difference here. We need to notice it. We need to take into account. What is he saying? Hunger. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst after righteousness. Hunger is, is something that, that in the natural or the physical, you get hungry for food, right? What does food do? It sustains you. It maintains you, right? If you're thirsty, what are you looking for? A drink, right? What does a drink do when you're thirsty, thirsty, and you tilt that nice cold water up? What does it do? It refreshes you, right? So we've got hunger and we've got thirst. They're two different things. 
We need God to maintain us, right? We need God to sustain us and to replenish us and to restore us and to provide for us. That's fulfilling hunger, okay? Thirst is something that we cannot go very long without something to drink. Matter of fact, about three days and you're done. But it's refreshing. It, it, it brings about a, a, a satisfaction. Not a bad satisfaction. You ever find yourself just thoroughly satisfied in the Lord? Mm -hmm. yes. Woo, you got that prayer time and you know you've been somewhere. You made contact with God. You've been fed and you've been given drink. wonder why in the world it is. Jesus told the disciples, again, you got to take heed of my body, of my flesh, and drink of my blood, okay? There's a reference there. So the blessings or the blessed that Jesus is talking about is that that attitude, developed attitude of godliness and faithfulness and truthfulness and justice. It's all the attributes of God is what he's talking about. God wants us to be like him, right? Amen. Do you understand that this morning? God doesn't want me just drifting through the thing hoping to get somewhere one of these days. God wants us to be like him. What's his word say? It says, God, Peter said, God is holy, so you be holy. What's holy? Very compared to righteousness. <laughs> Another great big problem of the church today. They want everything but the righteousness. Everything but the holiness. And without it, they ain't going to get there, folks. They're not going to arrive where Jesus is talking about here. They'll throw the words out all they want to throw out. They'll make, make people think they're blessed just because whoever's up here said they're blessed. That's not the case many times. Just because I say you're blessed don't mean you're blessed. If you're blessed, you're going to know you're blessed. If you're favored, you're going to know you're favored. If you're added to and supplied by God above and beyond, that's what blessed is. But there's a way we get there. It's by hungering and thirsting after righteousness. It's by longing, yearning, searching and seeking. Really, if you really want the bare bones of it, it's that comes first before anything else. A hunger and a thirst for God. That's going to take me somewhere in God. That's going to bring me into the attributes of God. Now, you're never going to be God. Don't get me wrong this morning. But you can be like God. Who did he make us? What, what did Genesis say we were made in? It's likeness of his image, right? God <coughs> created us to be creatures of worship, creatures of fellowship, creatures that can be ever very near him by being like him. Not in power and glory and grandeur. No, not at all. But to be like him again in the truthfulness and the, the justice that he is and the, the right living. Rightedness is associated with righteousness. When we right ourselves and we do our best to follow the ways of God. What did Jesus say? He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. Well, I can look around and I can say a whole lot of people's got a love problem. Because they sure ain't keeping Jesus' commandments. 
The first one is love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, all thy mind, and all thy strength. That's the first one. And the second one is love your neighbor as yourself. That's what Jesus said. He said that fulfills all the commandments. Those two. Those two. Blessed are they which is all about self. You won't find that in here. No. Blessed are they who it's all about them and theirs and nobody else. You won't find that either. I could go on and on with different little mechanisms to try to enforce this, but I believe you get it. Blessed. Is your desire, is your desire to be favored with God? Think about that. Well, I thought God favored everybody. No. No, he doesn't. God's great favor comes when people line themselves up and develop a godly character by hungering and thirsting after righteousness. After doing what is right. Living right. Is this hard to understand? What's doing what's right and what's living right? It seems so confusing today because we see a church that's mixed up, evidently. Because the idea is I can do what I want to, live like I want to, leave me alone. I'll live in sin if I want to, and I can show up at church and be blessed by God. No, you can't. You might show up and somebody up here tell you you're blessed. They might even write a book telling you you're blessed. But that don't make you blessed. What makes you blessed is hungering and thirsting after righteousness. The way God is. God is a God of truth. He's a God of justice. A God of holiness. Of what's right. The real of reals. So, if we take ourselves and assign ourselves to this scripture, blessed being the first word, blessed are the first two, they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, then righteousness is what we're looking for, and it's going to be our spiritual food, right? And that refreshing drink that only God can give is going to be our spiritual drink, right? If the church is going to do well, if you're going to do well as a Christian and believer, you got to get your mind off the earthly junk and get it on heavenly yeah. food and heavenly yeah. drink. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And you find it right in the middle of righteousness. God will provide it. Yes. He will offer it. The blessed of God, this is, this is so huge and so awesome and so powerful I don't have earthly words to try to describe exactly what Jesus is talking about when he says blessed are but the following is where we need to take note don't try to get all pumped up about blessed when you're not doing the middle because it's not going to come it's not going to happen <coughs> Thank you.
Anybody here saved? Amen. Amen. What happened to you when you got saved? You still the same old person? No. What Second Corinthians five seventeen say? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, what is he? The creature. Ain't the same no more, right? Behold, all things are passed away. Yeah. All things become new. Amen. That fits in the middle of what Jesus is saying here. You assign yourself to a, a pursuit. Notice the word after. Go after. Hungry, thirsty, after righteousness, pursuing it. It's okay to pursue righteousness and more of it. That's another false thing that we hear so much of today. One time's good enough, then go ahead and live like you want to live. Mm -mm. We need to be in constant pursuit of righteousness. God is the only one that can give it to us. We cannot give ourselves righteousness. Not this kind. But we can gain it by seeking after it. And by doing it scripturally. I've been so hungry before physically that anything will work. If I can just get some food in my mouth. You ever been there? I've been so parched, thirsty. Now, I'm not starving. I've never been to the point of starving, thank God. Hey, there's a lot of people that have and are. And it, they tell me that it's an excruciating thing to be so thirsty that your body literally begins to change and, and try to alter to accommodate the lack of moisture or the lack of drink. I find it such a sad thing that God's ready to pour out. He is ready to rain, drench. People all over this world with his favor and his blessedness, if they would only but hunger and thirst after righteousness, which is him. All things come from God that is good, right? All th good things come from God. He is the provider. He is the source of all things. He is the source of all spiritual things. He's the source of all spiritual gifts. He's the source. He can bless you in the physical. That's biblical. But don't chase that. Chase God. Chase God. And the best way we can chase God is to live right. Live right according to His plan. According to his purpose, according to his textbook on character building. Read it. Line yourself up with it. The do's and the don'ts. It's not hard. You trying to teach salvation by works? Yeah. No, grace is free. But if you ain't working, you got a problem. If you're not working your eyeballs in this word and your fingers turning the pages and expending time diving into it and finding out what it's about. Your destination heaven? Is that your desired destination Amen. heaven? How are you going to get there? Think of it this way. I'm going to send you to go to Timbuktu, New York. How are you going to, don't get your phone out. Don't you hit that little button on there. That, no, how are you going to get there? You're not going to get there unless you got a map, right? 
You got to know where you're going, and you got to know how to get there. It's the same way with this, folks. Right. You got to use the map. You got to use the map to God. You got to follow the instructions. You got to do what Jesus says. They, blessed are they, anyone, everyone, blessed are they who do hunger and thirst after righteousness. Now let's look at the last part of that. For they shall be filled. Filled with what? What are they going to get filled with? Everything God is. Who does the filling? God does the filling. How much does he fill? What's fill mean? Plumb up. Splashing out. Their desires are going to be met. They're going to be satisfied with spiritual things. They're going to be given provision. Really, if you look at this and you really get into it and dissect it, what it's talking about is furnishings to continue on. If you take a drink of water, does it last you forever? Neither does food. We got to keep coming back, right? We got to keep coming back to God. You shall be filled one time, no, continually. Continually, but look in the middle. How do we get filled? By hungering and thirsting after righteousness. God will do the rest. We don't even have to wonder really what we're going to get filled with. God knows much better what we need than we do, right? So if we do the middle part, what do you think he's going to do? When he feels, what's he, he going to fill you with what you need. Amen. He's going to refresh you with that heavenly wine on a continual basis. You keep coming. You keep seeking. You keep searching. You keep going after. You keep applying. You keep developing your spiritual abilities. You, you keep developing Keep eating, keep drinking. That's that's after. That little bitty word, after. It's continual. You're going after, you're moving, you're, you're continually going after what Jesus is talking about. He said, blessed are many others. You can read these different verses later. Blessed are means the same thing. And you see the results of. It's amazing to me, you know, you would have thought Jesus on his first sermon, he would have come out and he would have started preaching himself, saying, You got to believe in me, you got to do this, you got to accept me, I, I'm going to the cross. He did that later. And I, I was wondering, it's like, why didn't he do that first? We got to get the good part down first. I'm not saying the others are not good, it's great. But you see, God has his way of doing things. And the first sermon Jesus preached was about what we're supposed to do. How we're supposed to live. Attention on God and go it that way. And developing in us a continual hunger and thirst after the righteousness that he so has able and ready to afford to us.
because that further multiplies. Let me read you some scriptures out of Proverbs real quick. Chapter 3. It's going to begin verse 5. I'll read it. You can mark it. Chapter 3, verse 5, Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. You think that has anything to do with blessed heart? If you trust in the Lord with all your heart, you think you're going to find favor with God? Amen. Let's go on. And lean not into thine own understanding. Here's a lot of people's problem. They lean to their own understanding. They walk by their own understanding. They walk after their own understanding. And they have no idea whatsoever of righteousness. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. Do you think that might have something to do with blessed heart? In all thy ways, acknowledge him. Give him reverence. Give him attention. Let people know who is the Lord of your life. What God is doing for you, what he has done for you. Acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy paths. Isn't that marvelous? Who's going to direct your path? Say it. Go ahead. God will direct your path. That's what the scripture says. Wow. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord. Amen. Fear, believe in God. Trust in God. Reverence the Lord. Mm. And depart. Oh, we can skip that one. Don't we? <laughs> depart from evil. Church! Depart from evil! Amen. Amen. I wish I could say it louder. Loud! Go out there. Depart from evil. We can't have a relationship with God while we're living evil and doing evil things and condoning evil things and wicked things. It distances us from God greatly. Forgive me for getting loud. I can't help it sometimes. Verse 8, it shall be health. Listen to this. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bone, strengthening to you. Honor the Lord with thy substance. And with the first fruits of all thine increase. You know what your first fruit should be? You. You. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty. And thy presses shall burst out with new wine. That got anything to do with what Jesus said? I believe it does. Blessed are they who do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Amen. Solomon here declares before Jesus ever came to earth. Fear the Lord. Lean not on your own understanding. Trust in God. Fear Him. Believe upon Him. He's your provider. He's your source. After righteousness. And close this. Ask a question. What does that word mean to you? Roll it over. Work on it. Dissect it. Check it out in your own life. What's it mean? Is it a term you heard the preacher use when he's preaching? It's in some songs. But that's as far as it goes with you. Because you're one of them that's out there. You just show up once in a while. God will give you favor. 
He will provide for you above and beyond abundantly. Amen. I'm talking spiritual. I'm talking spiritual. Spiritual things are first and foremost, and they should come first. That should be our first desires. Amen. He will bless you with those things Amen. as you hunger and you thirst after righteousness. He's faithful to his promise. You will be filled. Would you stand? I believe this verse, and I've heard it countless times in all my years. There's no telling how many times I've heard this verse. It's quoted a lot. Somebody testifying. That's, that's a testimony scripture. See it in a lot of songs, you know. It's it's interwoven in songs some way. People pray it in their prayers. But do they really know what it means? Do they really know how much they could have of God if they would but? Follow this word. I gotta say this because this and I just actually briefly saw a, a crooked road. A man walking down the crooked road. You've been there where it was good, but somehow you got off on a crooked road. And you distance yourself from righteousness, and because you distance yourself from righteousness, you're having problems in other areas, especially blessed are. You know the great thing about God, all we gotta do is bend a knee and confess Amen. what we've done, where we've been, that we have sinned or whatever. God's faithful. Amen. He hears. He listens. He'll restore. He'll replenish. When we show Him our heart and we reveal to Him we're truly sorry, we got off the wrong way, I want back on the right way. I want to do what's right. I want to live right. I want to do right. I want these thoughts out of my head that keep haunting me about things I shouldn't even be thinking about. My goodness. Somebody listen to me this morning. Shouldn't even be thinking about those things, God. Get them out of my head, Lord. They've led me off to some bad territory. Help me to get back to this righteous thing where I need to be. Because your word says you'll bless me when I do. Let's bow this morning. Heavenly Father, we just believe in you today. We, we take this word and we hold to it. We cling to it, God. We confess it, Lord. I pray, God, anybody under the sound of my voice this morning, under the sound of this preached word that's gone forth, I pray, God, Father, conviction to them. I pray, God, Father, you bring them to the place they need to come to. But they themselves are the ones got to make the decision and respond, God. Yeah. To the word, God, Father, your word does not return void, but sometimes people, they, don't, they just don't respond, God. And I just pray an overwhelming power of conviction this morning on people that they can get corrected in their ways. They can get lined back up with righteousness and hunger and thirst and after yeah. God, Father, knowing your word says, God, if we'll do that, we'll be blessed. And it says we shall be filled. Amen. And Lord, I pray, God, just touch those souls and hearts today. Bring us all ever very near closer to you, God. God, I believe we can become more righteous by seeking more righteous. We can become closer to you by seeking closer to you. And God, Father, I pray that today. 
for this church, every church, every Christian, Lord, and I pray, God, for a harvest of souls that people see this world that it's just full of problems and it offers nothing, even though it has riches and things to go, go after and seek after and pursue. God, they're empty in the end, and I pray people begin to see that more and more and begin to turn to you the real, true hope and the only salvation that there is, that, God, they can find the saving grace and knowledge of Jesus and accept you as Savior and Lord. That's what I pray, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. God bless you this morning. Anybody need prayer today? Right. You said earlier, pray for the folks that's not here. Brother Kenny's sick this morning. Yeah. And uh, let's pray for him. He's having a pretty rough time. So he lives by himself. He has nobody to help him. And, and uh, so let's pray for him. Keep checked up on him. Okay, anybody else? Did anybody to do? Raise your hand if you need a prayer. Okay, one. Okay, several here. Keep them up. We're gonna do it in faith. Y'all pray with me. Lord, you see these hands this morning, and you know the need attached to them. And we pray as a church. We combine our faith, Lord. God, we come together, Lord, exercising faith in the name of Jesus Christ and Nazareth. God, for these, I pray for these. God, here in this building, that has their hands lifted. Whatever their needs are, whatever their situations are, I pray for strength. Strength, strength, strength. Yes. I sense that, Lord. Great strength. God, Father, I pray, God, for healing again for those, God, that are sick at home. I pray for the healing, God, upon their bodies. God, Father, you restore them. Whatever it is, God, Father, God, that's wrong with their physical bodies, I just pray, Lord, God, that you minister to them, Lord, in that powerful healing glory of Jesus. Father, just touch them and cover them and heal them. And God, I pray for this church. I pray, God, for everybody in it. I ask you, Lord, God, to minister to the people, God, that are longing to be here that are yearning to be here, Lord, back in fellowship with their brothers and sisters, Lord. I ask you to bless them, Lord, and I ask you to help us all to see, God, the way, the road to blessings, God, is Father God through hunger and thirsting after righteousness. God knowing we'll be filled if we do so. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. God bless you. Have a great day. Amen.